0: good morning everybody and uh, welcome to part two of our series on David we've been thinking about um, over the last few weeks about the life and times of David and what that can teach us about God and uh, today we're starting a few weeks thinking about David and what that can teach us about Jesus and if you've been paying attention at all today you will know that our theme for this morning is the Good Shepherd So when I was preparing, thinking about preparing for this talk, I thought, actually, in order for us to understand what Jesus meant when he said, I'm the good shepherd, we really need to have a fuller understanding of what life was like for a Middle Eastern shepherd in biblical times and even today. So um, when we read about David, um, we've already heard um, from Lottie and Jake that David was a shepherd and uh, before he was anointed as king he was a shepherd and then he went back to being a shepherd um, before he actually became king and it was out of that experience that he wrote uh, the Lord is my shepherd the 23rd Psalm Uh, and then uh, Jesus said that he is the good shepherd and uh, his followers the people who were listening to him in his day would have known totally what he meant Um, and what was involved with being a shepherd. And it was very different to our Western view of being a shepherd. So today I'm going to take you on a little journey. I want you to use your imaginations and um, I'm gonna take us on a journey of um, a typical day in the life of a Middle Eastern shepherd and this was a day that david would have experienced many many times and uh, so i'm going to link that with his um writings from the 23rd psalm and then i'm going to link that with jesus's claims and the things that jesus does for us today so i want you to just imagine that um we're in um, israel or the lebanon we're in a very um, Middle Eastern country and the sun is just beginning to come up over the horizon. Dawn is coming and the sky is turning a lovely pink color and the shepherd is going to get up, get his things together. He didn't have big rucksacks like we do today, but he could only carry what he could carry with him, take what he could carry with him. And uh, what he did first was he would lead the sheep out of of the pen. And what he would use for this would be a stick like this, a staff, and uh, it would have a curve on the end. And uh, this is what he would use to lead the sheep out. And it was important that he led the sheep. Um, In Western cultures, we drive the sheep from behind. But in in the Middle East, they would lead them. And they would lead them by calling them, calling them with their voice. And... um, the shepherd knew the sheep really well he would you know Lottie was joking about naming one of them ginger but actually um, the shepherds would name all their sheep um, by their physical characteristics and he would know them really well and I I read an account of a Middle Eastern shepherd who said that if he were to be blindfold and um, could only touch the faces of his sheep he would know which sheep was his and which sheep weren't so the shepherd knows the sheep really well he would know um which ewes belong to which lambs he would know the, their idiosyncrasies whether they were a bit stubborn or whether they used to get a bit spooked quickly um and he would know which ones were pregnant uh which ones had a few weaknesses he would know them really well and um The sheep would know the shepherd's voice, so they would know who to follow. They would listen and hear his voice, and they would follow him. David wrote, didn't he, the Lord is my shepherd. And that my there really speaks of relationship and a personal shepherd who knows his sheep. He's mine. He's my shepherd. Jesus also said, I know my sheep my sheep know me just as the father knows the son just as jesus knows god that's how much jesus knows his sheep and his sheep can know him jesus said the good shepherd calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out they follow him because they know his voice and jesus we we read in hebrews don't we that jesus understands our weaknesses jesus talked about living in his love it's all about relationship with him the whole reason he came to earth was out of love and out of relationship with him and so the shepherd leads leads the sheep and they follow and you know the shepherd knows he's he knows when he gets up in the morning exactly where he's going to take the sheep he knows where the good pasture is and he knows where the good clear water is and that's where he's going to lead them and uh, David wrote he guides me in paths of righteousness Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life he is the way to the father and you know Jesus by his holy spirit can guide us too today I can honestly say to you that um, in all the major times in my life where I've come to a crossroads and not know which way to go, I've asked Jesus and prayed and he has helped me, he has guided me by his Spirit through the Bible, through praying to him, through through the wisdom of other Christians. Jesus does guide us today through his Spirit. So the shepherd is going, he's leading his sheep and he goes up the mountains and he goes down into the valleys, and um, he's going to where the good pasture is and the good water. And what he does is he uses this sometimes to pull down branches so that the sheep can reach them because they're out of reach sometimes. They're right up at the top and he pulls them down so that they get good food. David wrote, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. And those quiet waters are important because the sheep couldn't drink from fast flowing streams. It had to be from like runoffs from the river because otherwise it wasn't safe for them. So there'd be runoffs from the river, quiet waters, still waters, or pools. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the living water. He who comes to me will never go hungry. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. And Jesus can totally, totally satisfy our innermost needs and desires and yearnings. And he wants to provide for us. So the the other thing that um, the, the water would do for the shepherd, they would get a bit a bit dusty a bit dirty as they've been trekking it's a very dry land in israel and the lebanon and they'd get a bit dirty Their bottom ends would get a bit pooey and they'd need a bit. They'd get a bit not very nice um, sometimes they might get um a scratch on their legs. the the sheep from the thorns um, Sometimes they would have stones in their feet that had cut them and needed sorting out so so the shepherd would take the the sheep to the water And wash them. He'd wash them and cleanse them and uh, After he'd done that he would get his he would have a little pouch like this, which was called a scrip, that was made of animal skin and uh, in his pouch he would have a file of olive oil and uh, What he would do is he would get this cuts and he would pour a bit of olive oil on the cuts and the scratches and that would be healing for the sheep Jesus cleanses us doesn't he by his blood he died so that we could be clean He died taking the punishment of our sin on his shoulders So he cleanses us by his blood. We are healed and we are washed whiter than snow Um, uh, in in the in hebrews it says sorry peter it says by his wounds we are healed so we are made whole through jesus's death he cleanses us and washes us and he also heals us and you know when jesus was alive he did loads of physical healings didn't he? he he healed many many people who came to him physically healed them emotionally and and spiritually. And that is again what Jesus wants to do for us today. He cleanses us, he washes us, and he heals us. So the sheep have had a um, nice food, Uh, they've had some water, now the sun is coming up, and we're getting to the heat of the day now. It's midday and it's really, really hot. And so all the sheep want to do is to go and find the shade of a tree, and lie down under the shade of a tree. And um, the shepherd would get his little scrip out again, and he'd have a little bit of cheese and um, a little bit of bread for his lunch that his mum had packed up for him, David. And um, then what he would do is he would get out his double pipe, a double flute, and it would look a bit like this a double flute. Now we know that David was a musician. He used to play for Saul, didn't he? First music therapist written down. It's great. He used to play for Saul and soothe him when he was troubled. And, um, and so he would have learnt his skill on the sheep. And so he would have played this, something like this. Okay, that's what it would have sounded like. And um, When the sheep heard that, you know, they would know it would be soothing for them. And uh, David wrote, he restores my soul. He would be really soothing for the sheep. And also what the sheep would do is they'd be able to shut their eyes and still hear the music from the shepherd. And so they would know that the shepherd was still with them. He'd not abandoned them. He'd not left them. So they could rest easy knowing that the shepherd, he was still there. And uh, Jesus said, I am with you always, in Matthew. And he said, I will not leave you as orphans. You are in me, and I am in you, he said in John. So Jesus is always with us, like the shepherd. He will never leave us. Now, they have just they're back to the sheep. They're just, they're just having a lie down, and the shepherd can hear a rustling in the bushes. And he hears a little grunt. <gasps> And round the corner, he sees this massive bear come to attack the sheep. He's obviously um, Smelt the shepherd's lunch or heard the sheep gently barring So what he does is he quickly gets his pouch again and he gets the stone that he's hidden He's carefully selected it to take with him and he gets out his slingshot which now I've got a small one here just because of the screen is too small, but you've got to imagine this is over three foot long. He puts his stone in the sling like that, swizzles it round and round and round, lets go of one end and it shoots out at 100 miles an hour. If anyone is interested, you can um, search this on YouTube, Middle Eastern Slingshot, it's fascinating. They were deadly accurate with these slingshot and it would take the top off a bear's head. Um, at the very least, it would stun it and knock it out, and then he would get his rod, which is is something like this. Lot is not the only one who's been out foraging, so this is um, this is the uh, uh, what would be called a rod, and it would look exactly like this, have a gnarled edge to it, end to it, and what they would sometimes do is hammer nails into the edge to make it even more uh, gruesome, and they would bash the the bear over the head and kill it so that was um that was the rod and david wrote didn't he even though i walk in the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me now we've got many countless sorry the staff's just gone for a button um there's there's many accounts in the bible where jesus protected people um, he stood in the way for the woman who was caught in adultery and um, he said to her accusers let him who is without sin cast the first stone and of course nobody could he defended her He defended the weak. He he stood, he defended those, the widows, the orphans, those who were poor in society. He railed against the religious leaders of the day who were um, exploiting and full of hypocrisy. And then in John, Jesus prayed for us. He prayed that protect them from the evil one and 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 we also read in the bible that jesus sits at the right hand of the father and intercedes for us now jesus is our protector Now back to the herd back to the flock and um what's happened is when the bear came one of the one of the sheep was totally spooked and ran off and the shepherd can hear him he's he's fallen down a ravine and the shepherd can't reach him all he can hear is him bleating. so what he does is he gets his staff again and he gets the hook end of it and hooks the sheep up and pulls him back up to safety jesus told the parable of the lost sheep And he said that the the shepherd would go out and search and search and search for the lost sheep until he would find it. And then he would come back with much rejoicing over the one that was found. And um, in the same way, Jesus is always, if we go astray, if we go wrong, Jesus will just bring us back to the flock. And for those who don't know Jesus yet, he goes searching. He'll keep, keep pursuing pursuing um, to encourage people to come to know him so we've come now to the end of the day the day's drawing close Um, the sun is about to go down and the shepherd wants to get the sheep to safety before it gets totally dark and so what he does is he will lead his sheep into a sheepfold and now the sheepfold is, is has an open gap where the sheep go in there's not a particularly a gate or a door but what the shepherd does is he lies across the entrance to the sheepfold and his if any thieves or animals want to come and attack the sheep um, at night they have to literally go over his body so the shepherd is laying down his life for the sheep he's prepared to give up his life for them and jesus said the good shepherd lays down his life For the sheep and that's he that is exactly what he did didn't he he went and he died on the cross for us so that we could live he died so that we could live and that's also what he meant when he said i am the gate that actually it's only through his body that people can get through us and he can lead us into eternal life David writes, Surely goodness and mercy, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jesus brings us home. Through his death and resurrection, we can now live with him in eternity. He brings us home. So I hope um, just thinking about a day in the life of the shepherd has helped you to think a little bit more deeply about um, it gives us a bit more of an understanding of what Jesus does for us he wants a relationship with us he guides us he provides for our needs we have washing and cleansing and healing he's always with us he'll never leave us and he protects us from the evil one as well as rescuing us when we go astray and then The ultimate is that he laid down his life and died for us so that we could live. He is the good shepherd. He is the perfect shepherd. I'm going to hand back to Simon now.